when will this killing stop with black on black? What are gangs doing? They enslaved the community. Every black person have had some type of oppressed, killing, murdered, been bullied by the Crips or the blood. They believe they have learned some for Christianity from Islam. I've told them, it's okay, you can kill because you're protecting your belief. And it will never stop. It's a part of life. Life is a transaction. When you lose somebody, you cry. But to the funeral director, you are crying. What are some characters that stood out to you about him? He was passionate about his business. He learned from himself. He did by himself. Consistency was there and the hard working. And he took that. He never deviated. There was nothing else he was thinking. Self-made millionaire. Oh, what a feeling. Because you ask somebody, this name is Monica. What is Monica? Oh, no, I don't know. These Christian names. And then ask them, why do you have that name? I don't know, my parents gave it to me. When they were to give us these names, they knew the power in what they were doing. It was interfering because they know the culture was powerful. Because there is no other way before colonialism. They don't know how to name their children. I know you're watching this video, but real quick, please guys, please, make sure you, you take the time to like, share, and subscribe. Go and hit the subscribe button so we can keep giving you guys content. So you guys can be notified as soon as we drop, as soon as we drop some news and information that's really gonna help you. And then, another thing guys, and by the way, subscribing doesn't cost any money, doesn't nothing. No dollars, just go in there, hit the subscribe button. Again, Spotify, make sure you download our episodes on Spotify. We are exclusive to Spotify because we are getting that deal. Welcome to the Rabasha Family Podcast. We're back again for another special episode. It's been a while since we've been together uh, in the podcast setting. I know you guys have seen a lot of content that's dropping more news, more information. So make sure you go and subscribe. Um, we've both been on adventures. You've just come back. I've been back. Um, welcome back, Rabasha. Thank you, Eve. I'm so happy again to be back. So I was in holiday in Rwanda and Kenya, and also went to Turkey. So it was just four months, four weeks, four, week, four weeks away. And I'm so excited again to come back home and to come to reality. Yeah. So how was the trip? What did you get up to? Yeah, the trip was good. So we went first in Turkey, and then from Turkey we went to Kenya and Rwanda. So the Purpose in this year, as I say, I started with purpose for goal to tell African to message to be aware was as African names, our African roots, to tell all Africans to remind them we have been given the name by other communities. So now I want to be let open the awareness, the conversation to go back to our names, our African names, our roots. Yeah, that was a bit in my mind starting with year 2024. So when you were in Africa, so Kenya, Rwanda, and you brought up these conversations with people, what responses, what answers were you getting back from people? Yes, yeah, so from people now, I think the response is so good. Anyone you tell this, they say, oh, oh I have an this because we ask somebody, 
this name is Monica. What is Monica mean? Oh, I don't know. These Christian names. And then ask them, why do you have that name? I don't know my parents given to me. But now when you bring this topic, people now start to understand the conversation. Only things always everybody say, it's how the process, it's hard. Everybody say, ah, oh, the process to change is hard. But at least the awareness is there in their mind is there. So I meet two, uh, my Rose's uh, Nyanji uh, uncles, very nice. And they know how the culture of naming names in their families is so powerful. They have it there. So but one uncle, him, he changed his name a long, long time ago. He changed it legally. And they have all two African names. So this idea has been there. There's many individuals who have been happening, who have been changing their names. The idea is there, and because also they have to be aware and the, when the white givers these names, was interfering in how all these tribes, they were naming the, their children's names. It was interfering because they know the culture was powerful. When I was talking to Uncle Ben, now I call him, I am a governor, Kisaka, he knew how the culture naming from ancestors to ancestors, he knew it. But on top of that, the interference of Christianity, they didn't see it. They need to see it as interfering. But for, to me, that is how interfered in our culture and put small their name, become first names, but they having structure how they names their children and their family. It's powerful. This is culture powerful. Each tribe especially in Kenya, they have the way they names their children. But the interfering in white names, that is where they didn't see coming. That's why we are talking about it. See? Because there is no other way before colonialism. They don't know how to name their children. They already have the plan. They have named the names to uncles, the father. It's a huge because they know how to say it. For me, I didn't know it. But each tribe, they told me, each tribe in Kenya have the way to name their names. And that's come now interfering of the white names, the regional names, and the Islam names. So the Arab, the Arabic man, or the, the Arabic names, the Christian names, so they knew the power in what they were doing what power does it take away when you take away the name and put your name? Yes, so it's, a, it's a partial culture you take away. Yes, it's a part of your culture you take away. So now, your identity now, he had to become two. You see? Normally you should have one identification as African. People see you say, oh, this is African man. But now when they see you, they have to go to check name. Is that Christian or is that Muslim? See, you are African, Christian or African Muslim. See, that is how another identification they put it in our mind. And that identification already created the conflict. So which, as I say, let's we take whatever belief somebody could say, we have to have a freedom for belief. You could be Christians, but have African names. 
he could be Muslim, but have African names. That is how it was to be. That I was before. But now, to interfering now, to bring the names now, give us their identity for your ancestors. You see, if you call give you Brown or Michelle or Etienne, that is their ancestors. If they give you Ali, Mohammed, that's their ancestors. That is their ancestors, not our ancestors. And the things now I found now, which so hard now, especially in Kenya, in tribes. Yeah? So if you say like Atieno or Tieno, they know which tribe this person belongs to. If you say uh, Karunzo or Musioka, they know which tribe they're coming from. If you say Musari Mudavad or Mutumaniva, they know which tribe coming from. If you say maybe Kariyuki, Muriyuki, they know which tribe coming from. But as Africans, we have taken other community names, but it's hard for them, they told me, between the tribes, eh, to give somebody Africans or Kenyan, and you give them a different tribe names. They will not allow together. Never they, he said, no, it doesn't happen that way. But you see, we can take others' communities' names, and because they interfere in, in, in our mind. Only the African, they can take name between when there's intermarriage. But in their names, again, they can't. Because that is how we go back to our roots. Our roots naming, it was cultured names. It was there before. And that is why a white man came in now to identify us with their belief and with their name of ancestors. This thing had to be changed. You have to be talk about it and be changed. Mm. And we, we spoke about this a little bit earlier. It's true. I've never seen a white person with an African name or an Arab person with an African name. I've never seen that. No. Maybe never. if it if, if has... Uh, intermarriage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If they are connected to a marriage. So that's you agree. We are saying if there's mix, we have to have mixed names. That is how it is. Mm -hmm. See, because you have to share, we have to share culture. We can share names between tribes, but we could not be imposed others' people's names without thinking about it, without questioning about it. This is what I'm bringing up. We question it. How did we get these names? Why did we get these names? Is it because our name wasn't good? Or is it because they knew how to market it well? See, this is where I'm coming now, as I said, this century. Somebody who created this social media is so powerful. It's so powerful. There's nothing has created that this social media in the 20th century. What does that mean? As African, now we have to look ourselves. We stop blaming and you start to become victim for anything because what you got to learn now is to market ourselves. With these tools in our hand, that's how we're doing it. See, this is why I'm there coming is, let's me, my idea and my purpose 2024 is to market African names, to let us, you, the children, the children comes, they have their own African names. Mm -hmm. 
it's hard. The one which we're having is not problem, but we talk about it, the awareness. Now to naming next generation, to name names by African names. You know, I realized, you see all these cars you see, these Japanese cars, everything. When you hear Kawasaki, Honda, those are the name of people. Ford, those are the name of people who create that. Mercedes, all those, they are belonging to the names to their families. And, and I've got to see that representing the culture who you are. You see? And only as it was being distracted in that way, in that sense. So we have people go history to know how these things are happening, how we get take these names. And then even now our mind to change it is so hard, to remove it so hard. Even even the process of removing the name. So like when I even I look at all my documents, me changing my name to Sujira, still a lot of things is still Eve. So it's like you still have there's that adjustment period. It's it's that thing of, oh, I have to go through the process. But today when you came in the room and said, hey, I, I did it. I've changed my name in New South Wales. I, it inspired me like, oh, wow, I can do it. And another thing I want to say, since I've been telling people my name is Sujira, like I've been getting responses. People say, wow, Sujira, like that's a good name. When, when I hear them say Sujira, it's like they could see this is an African name and it's powerful. And that's when I really realized this thing is very powerful for me to walk in a room and say, my name is Sujira, an African name, not French. You know, the power of the names is, is really profound. You, you talk about these brands. I remember being a child. Hey guys, I know you're enjoying this video, but please take the time, hit the link in the description and sign up to Rubash's new screen. You can sign up either monthly or for the year to really invest in yourself, to really cultivate your mindset, cultivate the power of who you truly are. It is all about the knowledge and power that you have with it. And it is the application of the knowledge that is going to take you far in life. This is an investment that is infinite, that has infinite amount of supply because coming to Alois Rabatch's teachings, experiencing the word of God. And what is the word of God? It's about empowering yourself. That is what we're putting here for you. We're cultivating a community of like-minded individuals for people who want to grow, for people who want to continue to cultivate that mindset of, I can do anything I put my mind to. I can go out and work on my health, work on my happiness. Nothing outside of me is going to make me happy. I can work on my love and my beauty because I have everything. I am an amazing person. You are too. So hit the link in the description. It's going to take you to sign up for your Uscreen membership today. Honda, I used to think, where's that name from? From a little kid subconsciously, I started to know, oh, Japan. So every time now I see a Honda or think, oh, I know, oh, those cars are from Japan. That's the power. So now what we're doing, Rubasha, that name is powerful. So that's what's going to be talked about. So when they think of Rubasha, they think of an African name, you know. So now it's for us to carry those names. And a great thing of what you're doing is you're making people question. When you ask someone, why do you have a Muslim name? Or what's the meaning of your name? And then it shocks them. This is my whole 24 years, 28 years, 58 years. This is my identity. It's the name I've carried. Why is my name Mary? Why is my name Muhammad? I'm, I'm African. So you've made people question. And in that questioning is now where we find, oh yeah, 
And that's where the discussion happens. Yes, a discussion happens. And then that's why, again, we go back, because this is that with culture. Naming is culture in each community. That is what each community we have only common, we are human, we have the same, we are human. But we have that make us a bit part of presenting. Yes, which is the color and then the names. See, but all we are one. But those two things are much easier to know straight away who you are. And, and the good things now I realize when you start thinking your name represented you, you present who you are. The, the, the response is positive, and the, even you, you feel you are presenting yourself. You are representing, you know, where you belong to, from. You are presenting your ancestors. You see, as I say, we are marketing. If I say Rubasha, they know this person is Rubasha is from where? It's from oh, Rwanda. So they go to come the route. They go to found who was Rubasha there. They go to found Rubasha was coming from who and who. That is how it is. And that is why when I change, when I start thinking this idea and to remove alloys, I feel empowered myself. That is why I bring it back to ourselves. So the, the problem I was going to respond to people, people, they were trying to think I'm telling them to change names. No, I'm just letting you do the aware of these names. We never question about it, as you say, we never think about it. And we see the good things, as I say, this is where empowering family and friends, people who know each other, individual. So that's why I came to you, and you accepted you. Now you can see the po uh, positive of it. And I told also Ian, Ian even had the idea. He feel he was had the idea before. And I told your mom. Now she's so happy now also to change to call Inyanji mm -hmm. Niva Rubasha, and those things is so powerful. We want this social media. To start from there. And the other thing I want to request is social media's influence as African. Put your both name as African, representing you. That's where we go to start. Because this one, because I said the process is so hard, but much easier on social media to show your names as African. So like now, I can tell you how I started. I started on my social media. So removing Rubasha this Rubasha. It's just the, the mind change. It's just to take our identity. It doesn't mean we hate other people's names. No, we don't. But it's just the principle to say we should be names our ancestors. And I think it's interesting because I'm trying to think of it like they were very smart to do that. You know, you really, like for, for you to walk in the building and you have like my ancestor's name, like, you know, I don't know, can I see you as equal to me? If you walk in the building and you're, let's say, a white person and you talk to me with an African name and that's my ancestor's name or it's from Africa, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's interesting to me. Like, imagine, ah, yeah, we have, you, like, you have our name. Like, I basically own you, you know? Yes, so it's a power of mind. Mm -hmm. Yes, so that's what I say, is a colonial mind. Yes, so the one who did it, they know. They are so smart, they know. And you remember that is interference. Yes, and they did it through our readers, through our parents. 
See, they bring idea and they go away. And they let us, our own, we do that. That is how they do. So they don't want to be involved naming, but they put it idea there to the elderly, to the uh, father's figures, and then the father figures now, they impose us to our children. And I will have to figure out in the history, maybe there's some people who question about that. There are some people who are against that, but it was hard maybe for them to be stronger than the, the system has happening. So now that is why, because it was through generation, through generation, generation, mm -hmm. those questions and they never ask your parents give you name, you don't ask anything else. But now when we are working now to say, wow, now when also they give us our African names, they go back to the culture. Yes, that is how we have to take our culture 100% in our own hands. Mm. It's interesting because also I was in Kenya and I had a wonderful meeting with um, Richard from Wolf McDonald. So we were having a conversation and, you know, their firm is family office. How to we how can we empower, you know, Kenyan families, you know, especially in, in a time like this. So interesting conversation. And then I when I was doing a video, we were doing a video. I said war because, I, you know, the cricketers, they say war. But he said, he interrupted me, he said, no, it's Wolf McDonald. That's how my father named it. But what I saw there was a pride within the name. You know, no, Wolf, like, it's, it's a pride. Like, this is our badge, this is our honor, and this is what represents us. So I think this conversation, especially for families, is truly empowering because it's saying, hey, Africans, let's take back that pride to walk into that building, to have your name, a business, family business, around the world and it comes from, you know, the power of your ancestors. Yes, so that, that is the power. It is the power within in yourself. It's the power within our minds. It's the power representing our culture. So that's why this social media is good to make us to be in that level, to know each African say his names with African names, representing our culture and that is everybody in the world has. You, you look in a, most even like in Australia sometimes, when you look at the sports players, you could know like those ones who have name for Eastern European. See, they're Australian, but they never, some they never change. They have a, whatever background for their names. See, mm -hmm. there's no first names, and then uh, they could have both. Mm. And, and it's even like, like, for example, when I'm watching football and you see the lineups, there's, there could be a Serbian there, his name is Vula Vilovic, but he's grew up in Australia, he's born in Australia, third, fourth generation. But when you see the name in the starting lineup, you will, you will never think, oh, he's Australian. Straight away, you know, oh, itch, they have an IC at the end, yes, Modric, yes, da, da, da. Yes, oh, they're Croatian. They're Croatians, all oh, they're thinking there. You see, they have the names, happy names, their names there. And you see a different names, like an English name, as like a, a Russian names. Like you, you see straight away that names are different. You see straight that name who who represent. You see, we, we are immigrants. We we adopted with these countries. You see, but most community you could see around most the one who are adopted, they came with their both names, long, long, short, long names. See. There is not nothing wrong to have a nickname or whatever. That, that is okay. But your identification had to have your 
your names. Mm. Then again, let's our social media have our African names. This will change. And I can go through the process. As because I live in New South Wales and Australia has that no, they have that knowledge. Australian, the whole community they have that knowledge. The powerful changing names. In the system is already there. So you could go back and they certificate. The air is so very organized. It's just in platform. You go on it there, you require the documentation. There's a lot of things to do with there. So you apply. So now from I think second of January twenty twenty four, I'm official change my name to Dizeye Rupasha. So that's how you start. So now they give me certificate. No, the process now, it's too long now. And because there's nothing for free in Australia. It costs $199. So which is okay. But, and the good thing is just you do online. Now, the second stage now is where now you start to go to each now the department now where your name is there. And now the department now you take the Original, the new original certificate, and then they start changing. But again, you remember is your identification always the farmer. So they call uh, your previous name. Always you got to be asked your previous name. Oh, they every they ask you. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. I think that's the process to mm. do anything there. Have you been named by other names? So that is how it's good to to go to be. Even even sorry to interrupt you, but when I'm filling out forms, there's a question like that. Like, I, sometimes when I'm filling out a form, it asks if you, your new yes. name or yes. if you've had a name change. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes, you know, people change because of marriage. Mm. So that is an, another reason. People, because of marriage or something else, also they make, okay, what is previous names? Where are you coming from? To take, because also it's just about maybe safety of people because changing name is not something they take granted. So that is why you could see is so powerful. So now, so the process, people thinking, oh, it's so hard. But no, it is there. It's very organized to do it. Now, these days with technology, it doesn't make uh, harder. But because there's farmer, the name is not going to come out there. Even if they know you have certificate, they know what is, is there, what the change is going to be there. And then now from there, it's got to be simple. But again, because also I'm a dual citizen, so also I'm from Rwanda, so I have also to do that now in Rwanda. So now the good things also in Rwanda have put also another platform, special like here, called irembo.com.rw. So which is also so good, it's everything there online. And also they made it nicely, they went ask, the reason of changing your name, and they say, is it cultural reason? Really? Yes. You see, it's there. So cultural reason is acceptable to change your name. So now my next pro, uh, change, so he had to be to Rwanda. But Rwanda have to be there, take long times. For them, they have to take to the, they call it uh, like advertisement on the radio for seven days. To be anyone can reject uh, any rejection for maybe you owe many people or maybe there's something you have done. Mm. So you have to make sure that seven days if, if publicize and then also they can give you the 
the approval to, to change your name. The process is wrong, but it's, it's happening. But again, it's in the mind. It's to let guys, let's come back to our roots. Let's we discuss about it. And I want your generation, you young kids, let's we talk about culture. Let's we create our names, African names. Let's we make nice one. Let's we put, eh? we are society which we're growing, which we have millions of people. Let's we put our best we can do. There's some things which representing us. You know, we are everywhere. We found African American, I say African Australians. We should have bear that names. We should market that names. You see, it's African. We create names for for that. It's just to revolutionize our mind. See, that is colonial power in the mind. You're driven by a mission. You're driven by a vision. I understand you. Here at ETS Rebashan Media, we're all about nurturing your vision. We all know social media content is the utmost important in 2024. If you don't have content, you won't survive in the marketplace. Whoever has the attention has the leverage. What's going on in the world? It's called the media infrastructure in our society has shifted. Have you ever wondered why when there's a coup, while they go to the palace to get the guy or the gal, they also go to the newspaper, radio station, and TV station? Whoever controls the message has the leverage. For the first time in history, we as human individuals have the ability to have scale. I get more consumption on my LinkedIn than CNBC gets viewers. That's absurd. And not just any content, strategic content that you can post consistently to grow your social media following, grow your business, grow your legacy, grow your personal brand. This is the time to do it. And it's all about collaborating strategically. It's about using your mind, using the power of your mind to connect with individuals, media, to be able to get your message out there. The link in the description, you guys can book a call with me and we can get started on your journey today. Let me ask you, so, you know, where we've been up until this point, you know, everywhere you go, you see Rabasha Family Podcast, the name, you know, you're all over social media. Now you're bringing something like a movement, a revolution, you know. What do you think your mom would say if she was alive? Yeah, so as I say again, for when you grow up as a kid, see, the mother could know the kids how to grow. But again, when I grew up, I didn't have that much desire what to do and what to be. See, for me, I, I, used, I was easygoing. And when I grew up, I thought I can work with my business, my dad business, everything. I never have an ambitious until maybe I start growing to be, to be 50 years old. But again, also, the things where I have connected with my mom, it was not even about what I could bring to the people, but the way I would carry myself to the, to the communities, to the, around the families, to put people together. So uh, uh, for me, I, I have that good sense relation with her, the way I carry myself to the, to the community, the way I take care of families, the way I take. So that is most important. It's not what to do outside financial is how you deal with people how to take care of people so that's yes. what she liked about you yes yes she was she could be be proud of that how i carry myself and how i have the desire to work with people how do i take people not what i could have done this on social media but to carry people to have friends to welcome people in this in their families to take care of 
people in the family. I, I think that was what she wanted always to do. Mm. Not proud to be what I've achieved on, on social media or in my personal business life. Because you have been trying to always measure people what we achieved outside, but not our character to the community. So where do you think you got that from? For, for me, maybe it's just my mom. So my dad was so powerful, hardworking person I've ever seen. He created his business from, you know, self-made millionaire in Rwanda. Was that is 1930. He came from his village to Kigali to become a powerful merchandise in the city. So he had that strong power to be a business person. He had desire his business. He built a whole empire business in Kigali until 1919 when the war started. But he built by himself. He was one man, a solo business, but powerful. So when you know, when we were growing up, that's why I say, oh, this person, this my father was powerful. Because you go back to see how he built the business until now, here. See, so I didn't have that like him. But mind is there now, we're growing at. And then again, also because of the, the condition of our life to change, also maybe change our mentality, how to live. And anything just I keep in my mind is to carry my father's name, to be proud. He came from nowhere and to the city of Kigali and he built the empire. So now I take that name, powerful. Now from Kigali now, I can bring now international now, all over the world now. So now I put the names now on the social media now. See, him was in merchandise. So now me, I'm bringing Rubasha now to the powerful tools, to the social media, to all the platform. That's how we build a legacy. Taking the name of your father, no matter how he started, no matter which route has, this journey has gone through, and you put it, you carry it with you yourself wherever you are going. That is the powerful. That's what I learned in social media. That is what I'm going to achieve for him to say, look, this is powerful. My father was powerful names. He had his business there. He built the whole empire for himself. But now I cut it away in a different forms now, which even I give to you. And then these names, we're going back together. See, this idea to call names, it just come out from there. Because I told him come to Australia, I'm not going to have that names like my father had to be. But I said, no, I can bring it now to life now. Now it's reality now. Everybody can sit around the world, can travel to Kenya, Rwanda, Turkey, everywhere. Now, each, everywhere you can go now, in your sitting room, you can see this name. This is an encouragement I'm going to bring to our communities, our Africans. Even though we are immigrant, yeah, we are adopted in different places. We come with our name. 
everyone who came traveled go to Sirubashi say oh they go to found the roots where they coming from they go back to the village where they start coming from this is the powerful this is what other community has going through in there if you go to japan you go to kawasaki they go to show you where they coming from if you go to see ford they go to show you how their life have been there you know you, you remember that uh, business person i like you know we saw that his movie uh Sheffridge Selfridge Selfridge see he built his name there from America to to England see even the things there you see the street name this there in Australia all this macquarie all those there are people it's crazy yes it's crazy all these people's people you names. see the names uh banks it's somebody's names uh, every everything over this port utter That is somebody's name. Everything here you see in Australia, they carry their powerful names for the people who came who create this country. They go to show these the people who build this city. These the people who do these things. And now I can see also I saw I was going a place that is uh, I think is uh, a hospital or something there it was named with i think the guy passed away but he's australian chinese but now the institution called chang so we can look we can google it mm. see they also adopted his name because of what he has done every name you see there is think there but you go to say an african names here in australia has done anything no because they were not part of that But now can we start to see it now when we're immigrant now yes let's be immigrant with our name let's we build legacy through our family the name is powerful here and I like you because also that's how we have to inspire your children now you go to carry these names that is how work somebody in the village from in Bumba came to Kigali and now I call this name from Kigali bring to Kenya now I bring this name in Australia that's how history is built and then your children carry it on yes carry on this is a platform that is what they are doing this social media powerful is marketing to ourselves that is why our person who created give it to our own hands we stop blaming we stop be victim for what is happening let's we start this new chapter to market ourselves to market as africans eh, to market to other society we sell ourselves to the community. and they go to welcome us we see it everywhere you go now mm-hmm. you say sujire rubasha you will say wow what a beautiful name start conversation mm-hmm. and even when you said about grandfather reminds me of a bar self made millionaire or oh, what a feeling bar yes. self-made so grandfather was a self-made so what was his business what was his idea how old was he when he left the village yeah so the, the age i think was older so when he's from his village had a, a merchandise so which you could sell like in the market you could sell everything sugar tobacco alcohol everything in the village so now he came to kigali now he was doing now import for spare parts so we used to sell bicycles 
the whole country. So he would sell the spare parts or yeah, the, the whole? spare parts and the whole. Because bike was bikes were popular at that time. Yeah, it's popular. It's 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 more it's a mode of transport in Rwanda. So bicycles. So even now, the people who are doing it is so powerful. Go to, go to Europe. In Europe, eh, they're like cars, yes, man. Yes, yes. So we are importing from China everywhere. We are selling the whole the whole country. So he made for himself, without no qualification, no education, he became a powerful a business person in in Kigali. So yes, you have to be proud of that. You see, we don't tell our children this kind of things. So we have to keep bringing our history where it is. Yes, we will go to create his history as grandparents. That's how we go to do. We have to put it in social media marketing. He has created like any other mind has created in Australia or in America. Or is the same mind. A merchandise in Kigali, in Kenya, in America, the process and the mind is same. Even Chinese, everything there is the same. But you see what they've been trying to take away from us. Always we have to admire the people who have done, but we forgot our parents have done it. I have a friend, we grew up together. We, we, we meet in, in Nairobi. We grew up together. I meet with uh, the husband and, and the, the family. So they live in America. So one of the daughter, she, she's a doctor. And I told her, look, your father was a powerful doctor. How old is she? She's 22. And, oh, yes. And they say, you get it from there. Don't think you get this doctor from nowhere. Your power, your dad. Because uh, the dad was uh, my grand, uh, my godfather. See, when I told her, she was shocked. See, maybe mama, she could have mentioned about it, but she never tell her what you are getting now, to be a doctor now, is just from your grandparents. See how proud she was? And she still studied. Now she's good to know. She's good to search. Who his father was. He was a doctor, powerful doctor of the whole country. Now they immigrated in America. Now the daughter is coming to America. But they have to remember. She has to remember. We have to tell them. The parents, we have to tell them. This is where you are coming from. This is where you're doing things. Yes. You see, your mind, your, your, your entrepreneurship is going to come from that. People think you know, we can't need to sell the way he was selling there, but we need to market his name. What you are doing it in social media, in this platform. Mm. Mm. See, this gives you another sense of pride to know where I'm coming from. It's a powerful mind. Yeah. There is a powerful mind behind where we were, even when you we were talking about it. That's why you go to bear his name. You go to continue to carry his name, even to your children, even to other children. Um, I found it uh, very interesting that you say that um, he looked around and he saw, hmm, this is a mode of transport. There's people who need to get around. And there was the spare parts, right? 
Yeah. Was he selling bikes in wholesale as well? In wholesale. So wholesale and spare parts. And spare parts. Mm. So he would have seen maybe someone fell on their bike or something, maybe as a child or something, you know, as he got older and then he, in his imagination, what about if... Yeah, no, so for, for him, I think what he gave the idea, mm. he had business, but different business. Oh, he had a business. Yes, but now there's other, uh, I think it was like another merchandise, I think like it was Indian. So now he was transitioning to a different product. So now my dad jumping to the, the bicycle one. Is it because he saw it was an emerging market? Yeah, he saw he was emerging marketing. So that's why he, he went through it. So I, I will show we have photos, even the shop, everything we made. So we put it there. So that is the history. The history is there. And it's so powerful. See, we had to go back to keep thinking, talking, digging about it to present our cultures. You see, this started from the names, but it's good to take it further. So listen here, someone who travels, someone who's always on the go, I'm always looking as a man to smell good, you know, because the way you present yourself to the world means everything. And that comes with my essence. It comes with the scent that I carry around. Now, Itara is an amazing fragrance oil that you can carry with you everywhere. As an entrepreneur, as someone, as a creator who's traveling, who's always on the go, it's so convenient to be able to put this in my bag. I like to travel, I love to go overseas, and I don't have time for big perfumes. I don't have time for trouble at the airport. Well, I carry this around with me. This is so nice. It smells amazing. All the ladies love it. And what I love about it is it's environmentally friendly. So when I walk around, I carry a long lasting scent. So when I walk in the building, they know it's me. And that's the power of having such a fragrance oil that you can have at your disposal. So guys, for you, just for you, you guys can have access to the discovery set. Have samples that you can use so you can really try and see what scent works for you. Head over to the Atara website and you can get your fragrance oil today and get looking good, smelling nice. When you walk in the building, you want them to know it's you. So what are you waiting for? From, from what you saw about him, how did he treat his employees? It, it was, you see, that time was so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was so powerful. It's just work, work, work. So by fear? Yes, 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 by fear, because it was more manual, but it, in terms of, uh, as you say, we were, he was only man person business. He was his own business. Yeah. So now he was managing everything, everything. It was much easier to control it, but to work for him, it was powerful. It was, you know, there's, nonsense, you know, there's you know, nonsense there. Yes, there was no nonsense there for him. You know, he used even to come ourselves from school day. We have to work. We have to do everything. There. What would he say to you? You just you have to do work. It could be manual. So we used to say, you know, we are selling a lot of things there. You have to put your hands, everything. That's why you could see I, I do everything by hands because I know I had to do something. I start driving the pickup. Eh? Even I don't have even a license. How old were you when you started? 16. So what were you picking up? Picking up goods from maybe to the depot to bring to the city. With, with the car? With the car, car. pickup. Mm, oh, pickup. Mm. Boom. And it's spare parts? Yeah, some could be spare parts for, from the customs. Mm. Yeah, I go, mm. and they pack, and then I bring to the, to the shop. And then later I can even go outside Kigali to take like potatoes, yeah, or buying outside the village and then bring back to, to Kigali. As a pickup, like four-ton pickup, you know those pickup you carry there. I used to drive them, 16, 17, without even license. Who told he you how to drive? Dad. 
and my I used to have also stepfathers, uh, steps brothers. So we grew up in the cars. Yes, the compound was full cars. See, that, that is the things. It's in the history. See, the history people have to say it, but we, because of immigration, we have been feeling uh, not know how powerful we are until we learn this. See, we, we have, you have to learn this. You have to look at this. And then you go back. And then you look yourself. Say, oh, this is my history. This is powerful. Because we have been reading other people's history, but we never think about our history. So, because your dad was hardworking, did you spend much time with him, like, father-son? No, 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 something like to talk like this, no. Yeah, busy his business, come to his business, you come home, you eat, you sleep. There's nothing else. There's a driver who took you to school, there's nothing. That's not his business to look after children. But what about like, like, hey guys, we're going on like holiday or we're going to the swimming pool. Yes, or... we used to do those things to get that thing there. Okay. But it's just to take us, we are children, we're enjoying things there. So it was good. So as I say, our grow up was good environment. Mm. Mm. Very, very good environment, without any issues there, without issues schools, without issues anything there. The environment was so, so good. What are some characters that stood out to you about him? Like, you know, you're growing up, as you get older, what were some things that you stood out that were like, oh, wow, he does this, or... Yes, he, he, he was passionate about his business. Passionate? Yes, passionate. And he took that... He never deviated to me. He could do small things there, but he took that spare parts as his business. He was passionate about it. He learned from himself. He did by himself. The passion, he was there. And to be consistent, to be, have that big product, to be all everywhere people come to buy from it. The consistency was there and the hard working. You see, there was nothing else he was thinking about it. It's just the, the, the business. Wow. So then, what business now, as you left the war, you're now on your own, what business did you try to start? Or what made you even so, say, so let me start me, I, I did, I did, I did, I was selling cars in, in Kenya. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's only the things I did on my own. What made you want to sell a car? Th that time it was much easier because we were in Kenya, we didn't have the documentation to be to open a business there. It was not a place where, as foreign at that time, see, we were a different, uh, a different country, so it wasn't easy to get the documentation. But it was much easier to buy three cars in Dubai, and then you come to sell it in Kenya. To so make profit, you go buy more cars there, and then you could have like a small transport, which is also been doing it, so like you buy a minivan, and then you sell, the, you, you transport people. So that's one of the main things when we were in Kenya from your mom, that was I was doing. So that we used to have found like five, ten cars there. So go to Dubai, bring them, and then sell them to Nairobi. So that one was much easier, it was not required a lot of uh, paperwork or anything there. So until now, we finished 99, so that's why we came here. The mind of business, things goes away or something like that. Just come here to work, 
see, because also don't come with that mind to remember yourself where you're coming from. See, there are times I could figure out that. See, but now I figure out as I grow. Yeah. So the way you're coming from sometimes you build yourself if you don't have it to yourself. Some people also could have it themselves. Yes, it's like Alphonse have that mind now, power to do business like my father. But for me, I didn't have that much as the same as, as his. But like, it's interesting because even now, like when I remember, you still always had a mind to create something. I think with you, it was just more the, maybe the consistency in applying that. But like you always set the foundations you know, for example, like, even when I was younger, I still remember it now, you used to teach me about stocks. Mm. From a very young age, you used to say, this is the stock market, this is, and I didn't really understand it at the time, but you'd explain it. Or you'd look up at the board and say, look, this is what we want to do, this is what we want to do. Those boards, still from a very, yeah. and this is when I was it's, six, it's, seven, it's, eight. That, that's how what called mind of entrepreneur. Always I had that entrepreneurial mind. So even to work in Australia, always I work with my own name business. See, that entrepreneurial mind, everything they do, even we are in Australia, is just self-employed mind. Entrepreneur mind always have been there. So you see, you see it when we are in Rwanda. You see it in small offices there. See, that is why whatever I move, I have to have a small office. Because he carried that memory to see my father always sit in that his own office. See, wherever I move, I have to have my own office thinking, the entrepreneur thinking. So that's why those investing in stocks, he had to be that ideas. And we created since long where we have been here. We can have it now even in Kenya now there. See, sometimes even though it could be working, but the entrepreneur mind always still there. See, always I've been uh, digesting my own business, everything there. Even up to now, 2020, we create now this in social media platform, so which is another level we are going there. But the mind entrepreneur always was there. Mm. So the somebody could become that mind entrepreneur, and then somebody could come mind to go to work in the office day to five to nine or something like that. See, but that mind born always got to be there in somebody's mind. You know, I even uh, uh, had an interview and I posted this, you know, with the lawyer Nish and he was saying how he brought his son to the office. The son, seven-year-old, he's quoting, oh no, she needs a student visa. He, he told, he asked the son, so what happened? How can, oh, she needs to get a student visa. She needs to extend at seven years of age. He went, disturbed the mum to wear a suit like the dad. So he says, bring in early. And it reminded me of you because what we're saying in this conversation. But then the son asked him a question. He said, dad, why do people need a visa to be in Australia? This is... God's land and this is a child the imagination of a child is this is God's land mm -hmm. so he, he couldn't understand why do people need a visa mm -hmm. then he said so why am I lucky enough to have a visa here you know mm -hmm. so he when the son asked him that he also got it was a bit emotional because he had to give him the the loyal reason then he also had to give him the like life reason or logic 
So I found also to see the mind of a child from you to the age, the legacy, showing, you know, the father and what you're doing, how it all interconnects from a kid who's seven years old to you. Yes, and then, and then also the good things also you have to know, there's also kids also who now, who they're not coming in the family where there's any any background or anything there and then they grow up and then they create with their own mm -hmm. but again also to create their own they have to see idea from somewhere they have to have that mind from somewhere you see the poverty the condition you live in it make you change as you grow mm -hmm. it make you change to take now your name from yourself to start with see everything comes with idea and each mind of child born from a womb of woman, he can create his own idea to live in. You can get the one inherited, or you can create one, and then you go to inherit other people. See, the mind is powerful. The mind he can create. So the mind doesn't need to have history to be successful. The mind doesn't need to have a background to be successful. The mind having to be taught, the mind self can create. But the one who has the history about that, the one who has been created, it makes much easier. But it doesn't give you the guarantee. Yes, the mind he has to feel itself. The mind has to build itself to be where you belong to. So that is why all our mind is good. Each child born with a womb of woman, he have a mind to create what we want from his, his mind. And that's so powerful because each child, he has to start from his own mind. And the way you do it, again, you have to be seeing somebody doing it. It could be your father, it could be your uncle, it could be somebody on the street, it could be powerful, social media, looking, watching news, and then somebody straight away give you a trigger. You see, now look, the people who are inventing all these social media, Ubers or something, there are people like, no one even thinking anything there. They create something that everybody sees every day. The invention now is not something have coming from nowhere. These things have been there in people's mind every day. But why that person take it and then bring to reality one mind? See, it doesn't need to have manifest. No, the mind which you're creating. See, now you can see now this new startup. Startup is buying people's mind. The startup don't have money. They have what? Mind ID. And then somebody come with money. See, these days, there's nothing to start up with money. This startup, this billionaire kids is just from a mind, from ideas. And idea everybody sees every day. Idea professor have study because you study, you have degree, it doesn't give you that idea. That's somebody from the street who never did go to school there. He see idea somewhere. He bring and then a startup coming there. They put money on it and then it goes up. 
So life never change. That's another good thing I learned. Life will never change. Life is what it is a hundred years ago, three hundred years ago. Life never change. It's still the same. But it, 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 it evolve, evolve, evolve all the times. But now, what it is now, to get information, it's in your hands. That is the powerful tool, these social medias. Information is to get 10 days, one week, in second you have it in your hand. That is all it has changed. And it has changed both the good and evil, they were there before. Mm. Hmm? People thinking, oh, this world, old people say, oh, these people, this, this generation, there is nothing that has changed. Whatever was before is what it is. But now, the quick, the, it's too fast. Yeah. The fastest get information which make you rich is the same that information go is to make you lose everything or make you die. Hey, you're a business owner, you're a marketer, you're into copywriting. Guys, why are we still doing it the hard way? We live in 2024, we have AI. The link in the description, text core text, they have cheat codes for you guys, man. You have an assistant, a built-in AI assistant that helps you do everything. Look, there's not more that I can say that does this justice. Head over to the link in the bio, text core text, go get your AI assistant now. Make marketing easy for you, make your business easy for you, use AI, use tools that are efficiently and effectively gonna get you where you need to go. Back to the video. Like I, I saw something, uh, Shannon Sharpie asked another rapper, when will this killing stop with black on black? And then he said, it won't. The killing's been there from from the dawn of time up until now, and it will never stop. It's a part of life. I told you, do you know why? Everything happened. We feel sorry because somebody has teachers, has taught us to be feel sorry if somebody's died. But look now when the, how life is there. That's why I keep saying, life is a transaction. When you lose somebody, you cry, but to the funeral director, you are crying. To the funeral director, you are crying. They were looking the books. They go to market where, which funeral director you go to take that person. So do you think that funeral director, they go to cry because you die? They see people crying, crying, crying. Funeral director, he has put his bills, a million dollars. And they transfer. What are you talking about? And then you take them to the cemetery. Cemetery, the city council, they are waiting for you. Now they rent it there. So now they make it different for big people, small people, these 10,000. What do they do in the cemetery? They get a client. See? The, the tomb, they are ready now, waiting the one who's going to die. The one who will accident, the one who will be shot, the one who will be thinking they. See? That's part of life. We know that. See? I said, life never changed. And everything you see in the Bible, Abel killed Gaini. That's what it is. That is, what it is. that is a matter of conflict. It's a matter of conflict. The people who kill their friends, their relatives, their neighbors. This was always you see Eve. He's not far from everyone. There are people who know each other. 
they are brothers but they believe and they are taught they have learned some for christianity from islam for everything they have told them this is how it is is okay you can kill because your mind has taught you because you believe because you're protecting your belief you're protecting there but that is in the mind they they had the saddest things in our life even if you lose your loved one that is a people feel sad because somebody has taught us to be sad that is the question now we are try to come back to the roots so is it real our ancestors they were feeling solely the way we are feeling now i mean i'm not sure but is transaction before like now if you live in Rwanda like in the village So if your relative or somebody died, you could go you dig in your backyard and then you do but it your person you love in your land everything. But now you can't. You can't because you have to pay somebody now to do it. See this is the worst things happen to our life. But again you look is a transaction. It's a building it's a, a billion industry it's a transaction yes in you know, america those funeral directors they have to market imagine marketing that yes and they have to be they have to be done and and i can imagine marketing that would be like well death is natural so wouldn't you want it's your natural. partner to go off in the best way possible yes. well they have a luxury tomb here and yes. this person sells there's high ticket ones then there's the low ticket ones so there's some funeral directors that say listen my tomb your person will rest here the best time of their life they will never be disturbed mm. it's made of maybe some gold yes. some drip there and he sells that one for 40,000 yes and then the, another one maybe buy say ah we don't have money just what burn it 100 yes so the ones for burn they also charge yes but it's small money about charge and you see remember also again burning is a culture yes is a culture so maybe look the indian that decided i think that the ones who does that see everybody have their mind how to start so that's how their culture representing what they go to do with their bodies the cultures You see like muslim they just make easier quicker is their culture tell them that but the western countries it's more marketing they know their marketing those funeral directors pay tax like any any other business it's true yes they have books they have it's it's a business see when you're crying them they can't cry because they have to have a client if there's no one there there will be no and the funeral director they close down and then you see if you don't have money the city council or the city the state they they have all to bury the people or the here in Australia is good salvation money can come in there the people contribute contribute but whatever you are going you are going is going to be the same it could be a million suitcase or the case it could be in anything's there it doesn't make any difference because always the person who stays stays in your mind all your loved ones the people have seen who passed away they're in your mind they're not symmetry the symmetry is where the government make money to to be able to make a, a business to create jobs but if you go there every sunday it doesn't make any difference 
You could say in your house, you remember a person who died in your mind. I keep telling my relative there sometimes they think, why you say that? They were telling me to go back to see where we, we buried our mom. And they say, why do you want to go there? Oh, you don't want to go to put flowers in there? So I'll go to buy flowers again to create a business, somebody, and then you put there, and then you put her on, on the tomb, and then you say, oh, I came to see the She's not there. She's in my mind. It's true. Yeah. Do they have to pay rent to stay in the cemetery? Yes, some things, some you have to rent them, or when they do it, mm. and then it may be cost, but you don't pay more. Mm. You yeah. just cost. Yeah, the cost. So they build, they put tiles. See, someone they put big tiles, something there, to think is there. Mm. You see those big ones? Like, yeah. That one million dollars you could put your children to, to the school, or you can go buy a beer and put in, in someone in the tomb. Yeah, because when I walk through a cemetery, I see big ones. Like they, some even there's like cathedrals. Yes. Some they small. Here in Australia, I think they rent something like that. It's a business. It's a platform of business the whole, around the world. And I'm sure, like even there's those ones, you know, like the Catholic, you know, because you see them when there's a Catholic death. Like, you know, I think even in the cemeteries, they have maybe the Catholic Church come in and they set up mm. things. Oh, we can set you. Yes. The Catholic Church say, listen, grandma passed away, but we'll set up our Catholic things. $6,000, but she'll be there. She'll go yes, to heaven. The, even the church, even to take, even the church you pay. Church you pay? Yeah. yeah. I think so. You can't call them on Monday and then you give them nothing. See, Monday you bring your people come there to church, they pray for you, and then you take to the funeral. Yeah, they ain't doing it for free. The whole do is the whole day. See, it become part of culture, the culture of fearing, the culture to feel the power. But at the end of the day, it's a transaction. Mm. There you have it. I think we can end the episode there. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to another very special episode of the Rabasha Family Podcast. I think this name change is powerful. We're really creating a movement. And the amazing part about it is we're documenting everything. So, you know, generations upon generations, they'll be able to watch this, you know, and, and really see the, the inspiration. And, like, that's why I think I saw something. Like, everything I do... Yeah, like you said, to write it down, and then I record it. Everything I'm doing now, whether that's a... Now, like, I've put a segment on our show, the business meetings. You know, I have, like, five, six Zoom calls, meetings, and then I say, document it. If it's a training call, talking to someone about editing, record it, put it away, you know? So, like, now, it's that, that's why, like, every, every day, this, we're doing this, yeah. you know? So, that's what to build a creative story. So create your journey. See, now if you write them with documenting, it's much easier now. Mm. These journeys now, they come film, they come books, they come mm. everything there. See, these are the community, they knew how to do it. Right, so now, we have this technology mm. in our hands. Let's reuse it in a positive way and then to build our families, to build our legacy, to take back our name to bring our roots, because our roots representing us. This is a powerful message to all Africans. We are not arguing, we are not telling any 
is just to be aware. To be aware. Let's go work to feel how our parents, our ancestors names their children and then we can go back we do the same yes thank you guys make sure you like share subscribe to the Rabasha family podcast on Spotify uh, YouTube everywhere subscribe to the Rabasha family podcast thank you guys and thank you for your support keep supporting the Rubasha family podcast yeah if you really enjoyed this video, make sure to click here and I'm sure you're going to love that one.